Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's the end of the typical work week, so congratulations for making it. Um, Today, we're going to be reading Mark 1, verses 9 through 15 as part of our Bible reading plan, Um, and this is the podcast for that. So, good chance for you to hear the scriptures read out loud for you. Um, Thanks for joining this week. If you haven't um, listened to the previous episodes this week, I encourage you to go back and listen to any of those strike your fancy. But today we're going to be reading from Mark with our guest, Brad Koning. So Brad, would you mind reading this passage for us? I'd love to. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love. With you, I'm well pleased. At once, the spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Thanks, Brad. Okay, what's uh, what's grabbing you about this passage? Well, this has become a really familiar passage over the last uh, several years here, um, and I'm sure most folks listening to it have heard heard this um, a lot. But one one thing that really just caught me was kind of going back to this this theme of invitation and challenge um, and just how distinct it is in this moment when Jesus is coming, uh, at having this beautiful experience, God's telling him he's, he's loved and um, giving him a, a, the identity as a son. And then it says, at once the spirit sent him out into the wilderness. So you have this like, really um high invitation moment yeah transitioning immediately into high challenge and how how interesting that is to us like you know in life we like high invitation moments with people but then we also want those to last but with god like invitation always leads to challenge like it's not come and hang out with me and we'll just stay cozy for forever. It's, it's God to give us, uh, identity and in power. And then he sends us out Mm -hmm. and, um, it's just, it's really cool when you can see it here in the word and so distinctly, like you're not missing that in throughout a few paragraphs. It's like one sentence and then the next one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's kind of like going from the hot tub and jumping into the pool. Yeah. Just kind of like, uh, 
it can like a shock to your system. Well, actually, literally jumping in the pool, you got <laughs> Jesus in the waters of baptism, right? But um, yeah, there's there's a sense of God being the God who declares love, declares identity. You're my child, um, but then also sends with a mission. You know, Jesus becomes a hero on a mission with with the Spirit guiding him um, outward to proclaim the good news and to resist Satan um, and to draw other people back to God. So there's kind of this both and thing going on of God being loving father and also God being commissioning king, you know? So yeah. I think you, you point out something really cool just to notice about the character of God here. Um, uh, uh, for me, I was looking at the character of Jesus. I mean, uh, so when, when, uh, with the flood, we've been talking about the flood this week, um, Noah is in a boat, the flood has covered all of creation and, uh, they're looking for like, what is the new thing God is going to do here? Like, where are we going to land? Where, where's God's promise going to be fulfilled? What is the land we're looking for? And you see, you know, they, what emerges that the first, you know, the, the dove comes back with a, with a branch mm. in its beak, you know, and they, they land on a mountain and uh, that is their new creation. That's, that's the gift of God for them that opens up a whole new world, literally a, a new world, a new creation for them. And what seems to be happening here is you've, so anytime there's water like this, you think, and it's baptism, you know, it's, this is the waters of new creation. This is what happened to the Israelites uh, in, in their deliverance, you know? And so, you know, anytime there's water, just try to think of like, what does this teach us about baptism and salvation? You know, and Jesus goes into the waters, just like the Israelites go into the waters, just like the, you know, Noah goes into the waters and floats. Um, just like the waters of, you know, Genesis one and what's the new land that's emerging. What's new creation that's emerging. Jesus emerges. You know, he was coming up out of the water, just like the mountain comes up out of the flood and the heavens tear apart instead of like there, there's a rainbow and with Noah, but you see the heavens, something draws your attention to the heavens and the spirit descending on like a dove, You've got the dove with the olive branch in it, you know, um, the dove of the Holy spirit. And a voice comes from heaven saying, you're my son, beloved, you know, I'm pleased Noah, you've got God declaring his covenant love and steadfast love and faithfulness to his people. You know, um, there's just all kind of echoes in here. And then you've got, you know, the covenant that sends you out to be a, a blessing, to be stewards of all creation, to start ministry, you know? So there's just this character of Jesus kind of thing in here too, of saying like, Jesus is new creation. If you're mm. looking for what new creation looks like, if you're looking for where's the rock I can stand on, you know, what, what's the, what's the mountain that God is going to build God's house on? Um, where, where do we look towards for hope and for relief and for healing and freedom out of this, uh, quarantined arc, you know, being stuck on this cramped little arc, like where, where are we going to experience freedom and be able to loose our yokes, like break all the yokes off the animals and let them run free, you know, like where are we going to be able to like, you know, go forth and multiply and fill the earth. You're looking for Jesus is what Mark seems to be saying, like. 
Jesus is the new land, new creation. Jesus is heaven on earth. And, um, and if you're looking for where you're going to find that, you're going to find it in Jesus. So I was kind of looking at like Jesus' character in here and just being in awe of, of Jesus' new creation, um, the one that holds all of God's promises for us. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing to, to see how things are just fulfilled through scripture mm-hmm. and, and the way that God wove it all to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, it's beautiful. I, I also think it's interesting that, um, that the spirit leads Jesus into an encounter with Satan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that, that part of the challenge is something I've been reflecting on for a while now too is, um, so after new creation, after, after the original creation, Adam's, the first command that Adam and Eve are given are like, you know, besides like fill the earth and multiply and, you know, then God says, don't touch that fruit. And here you've got, you know, Jesus basically being commanded, don't, don't follow Satan, like be discerning of the schemes of the enemy. And I think there's something about um, our call and that has a, a lot to do with being discerning between good and evil. Like, are we able to, to say no? Are we able to resist and to hold on to God and to trust in God um, amidst all the lies that we hear? Um, in our lives. So I think that's another important part of our calling that we don't always focus on. Um, we think of like these 40 days as kind of like a short period maybe, but I think it's really important that Jesus' first task in, you know, is in ministry is, is not necessarily preaching the good news, but just resisting the enemy and resisting the lies and um, remembering his baptism in the midst of a wilderness. I think that's really important for our calling to be able to distinguish good and evil, to be able to discern the truth from the lie. Yeah, I'd agree. That's a great insight. And doing that first and early on before we jump into a lot of other things, you know, having that foundation of discernment yeah, um, to be able to go and move forth. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first, the early church, they had, before people got baptized, the tradition was, if you want to get baptized, you have to go through three years of um, discipleship, where they teach you the way of Jesus in your life, and they they try to teach you discernment, how to distinguish good from evil. And then the last 40 days, you're fasting before your baptism, and the last week before your baptism, you go through a week of exorcisms. Isn't that insane? (laughs) That is quite a baptism class, right? Wow. Um, But it's, it's because of this. It's like, because it's so important to be aware of the roots of evil that are in us and to be aware of the lies of Satan that have, that have their hold on us and to, to be cognizant of the ways that Jesus frees us from that and to intentionally lean into that and learn how to resist evil and how to turn towards God. So um, that was a skill that the early church thought was essential for every Christian to go through um, before they declared their faith um, 
in front of everyone else is to say like this person has um, done the discernment in their life to realize um, the the bonds of evil that around them and then to be freed from them and to be um, you know liberated into into Christ's kingdom uh, as a child of God so really inter interesting to think about like how serious they took that and how yeah how relaxed we are about it today yeah that is a really interesting thing to consider mm -hmm. so Does, how has that affected us too right that's mm -hmm. a that's a whole other discussion <laughs> yep so i just want to invite people into you know if you're listening to this podcast and you want to be exercised for a week straight just uh you know send me an email <laughs> that'd be pretty intense right that would be um, intense yep um well, Ray, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast this week. Um, uh, I hope that you can hear God's words of, of blessing and um, identity and pleasure, um, belovedness over you today. Uh, I hope you your eyes are drawn to Jesus, um, the one in whom all of God's promises are fulfilled. Um, I hope that you can experience God's invitation and God's challenge in your life and the way they're interconnected in our relationship with God. Um, thanks for listening this week. Um, Brad, thank you for being our guest and for just uh, diving deep into this um, with me this week. It's been really um, a joy and pleasure. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's been great. Right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.